0: This week on The Pour Over, Joe and Dill pick up where Season 1 of Master Nun left off and join Dev in Modena, Italy. They discuss season... Seizo- <laughs> We're just going to keep rolling with it, man. They discuss the first two episodes of the season, The Thief and La Naze. Damn, these words. Uh, Arnold got that big boy swag. Dev is as thirsty as ever. Let's pour it all over. Nice. Hello,
1: Ora. Hello, <laughs> Hey friends, welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. Today, we're picking up with Master of None Season 2, follows the life of Dev, who perceivably broke it off with Rachel, and traveled to Italy at the end of Season 1. This season has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and builds on what made Season 1 so good with new characters and surprising twists. But before we get into all that, let's catch up with the Over Boys. What's up, man? <laughs> is that you, Dev's dad? Yes, that is me. <laughs> Dr. I don't
0: know his name, no, we, but yes. We didn't get his last name.
1: <laughs> um, I can't remember. Is it Shah? Uh, yeah, because oh. Deb's last name is Shah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Dr. Shah. Shah. you know, ER specialist, cucumber up the butt, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's good. Um I'm glad to be back on the show. Uh it's been a minute. Mm, it's been a we, minute. Yeah, for sure. How are you, man?
1: I'm good. Glad to be recording. It feels a little like we're a little rusty, maybe, mm. and, you know, we just rolling with it, with this take. Yes, sir. This recording, so it's, it's all good, but I'm glad to be talking, get back into the rhythm of things. Yeah. Yeah, how's your coffee been this week?
0: Coffee's been pretty good, man. Um, mm-hmm. it's It's been such a long time, and uh, that's kind of left me with having many bags of coffee at this point. Oh. Yeah. So during our brief kind of... Um, I don't know. You could say it's a break between seasons. I picked up a bag uh, from the Ferrari Brothers. Mm. Um, it's a, uh, it's. Hmm, I wouldn't really say they're roasters. They they kind of do a lot of different things. And I'm showing Dill right mm. now on the camera, but um, they they have a barber shop. They oh. also roast coffee, and so their website is okay. something like um, Ferrari Brothers Barber and Coffee Shop. Mm. (laughs) pause it's a little take a sip of coffee
1: while they cut your hair your like hair shavings will fall into the
0: cup Mm, no there's like a filter that's above that so Uh, like yeah no i just just the essence of of hair but with no hair uh
1: yeah there's just light sprinkling of hair taste notes
0: right um but uh, i i would say their coffee is uh with i would describe it as hairy uh with Mm. a little bit of um mouth feeling uh, hairy yeah powdery a little powdery (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not trying to hate uh but i picked up uh uh, one of their coffees and i I linked it in their show notes it's an espresso blend um Mm. yeah it's been a minute since i had a blend but it's a a blend of ethiopian and guatemalan coffees
1: Mm.
0: Uh, it's pretty good Uh, i like it
1: nice Did, did you get a haircut there too
0: no 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 i'm growing out my hair a little bit actually oh okay yeah nice them shears are not gonna touch my head not for a while keep your strength yes source of your power (laughs) um i have some some more but uh, yeah what about you man um i'll kind of talk about it later if we have time but how's your coffee game been
1: yeah, it's been good. I mean, got a couple of different things going on for me. Uh, first off, I got my second Missile box shipment. Hey, so very nice. Uh, it's from Ceremony Coffee Roasters out in Maryland, right? And yeah, it's called Guatemala Nueva Esperanza. Whoa, uh, um, dang! And it's interesting. Like, if if you, uh, I'll link their website. But uh, one, the website is very aesthetic, minimalist. Mm. You know, all that good stuff. But it's interesting because they categorize their coffee into colors. Oh. Um, so kind of like their flavor profiles, quote unquote, are like colors. So like this is pink. They have like a lot of basically all the other colors, red, brown, black. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of categorize them that way. I'm not super familiar with how they implement it, but this one is a pink. Um, and the taste notes are Bing Cherry, Vanilla, and Creamy. Interesting. Yeah, so it is very interesting. I, I only brewed it this morning, so I've only had it once. Um, but the I feel like the creamy is accurate.
0: Hmm. It's
1: it's almost like aerated, almost like how you think about maybe like a nitro, like cold blue, cold brew or something. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's like I don't know. I I. I'm not sure how it even works. I was trying to think about it. Like, what about the coffee would create this? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's interesting. But it's it's definitely there. Like, it's something a little bit
0: different. So, are you saying it's it's kind of heady? Like, it has like a little yeah head on it, like with like yeah. Beers yeah, I think it has that, like that
1: that kind of mouthfeel kind of oh. thing. So it's, it's interesting, and I, I still can't really wrap my head around it. Like, why? A coffee would do that, or like what about it? But it's, it's good so far. I've only had it once, so I gotta dial it in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am. I guess I'm. So I'm like dog sitting for some friends. Yeah, So I'm actually staying at their place, so I I got my AeroPress and it's kind of like a travel setup since I'm not at my own house. Yeah, sort of. I, mean, I brought my grinder though, so not 100% travel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not want that arm workout in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, it's been get the AeroPress. You know, I got a whole little setup. have like a travel kettle and stuff. But yeah, so it's it's been good, I think. Little little things like that, brewing in a new place, brewing some new coffee that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's
0: been good. How's it been uh back on the AeroPress?
1: It's it's nice. I I like it. It's very easy. It's mm-hmm. like fun, I think. Is it mm. is a good descriptor? It's like a enjoyable experience. Yeah. Um, I do want to brew this this new bean on the V60 at some point, just to kind of see differences. it was like, or maybe maybe even the Chemex, but uh, right now, at least for a couple of days, I'll be using the Aeropress. And yes, yeah, it's, it's good. I think I'm kind of back into the swing, got like a rhythm with it.
0: Yeah. So nice. yeah.
1: What what you've been using to brew?
0: Yeah, um, I'm still using the Chemex mostly, um, so thank you again. It's a very, very, mm-hmm. very uh, very good uh, pour-over device. And when I was at the Cincinnati Coffee Festival this past weekend, um, yeah, subtle little take there. Um, a lot of, you know, brewer, a lot of uh, roasters that were there demonstrating using the Chemex. So once again, mm-hmm. just I think just highlighting how popular it is. And guess what other brand I saw more. Hmm. Like brewer, brewer wise, brewer wise, like the yeah, the fil uh, the yeah, the pour over, the dripper.
1: Oh, I mean, Kalita Wave,
0: yeah, stainless steel.
1: Okay. Hey, yeah, nice. I saw a lot of those.
0: Hmm, well, oh, that was very interesting. No, no love for the V60, I don't know. I just I didn't see a whole lot of them. It was either the Chemex or the Kalita Wave, the stainless steel version. Hmm. Okay, okay.
1: I'd say a lot of coffee shops I go to probably either have the Kalita Wave or the Chemex more likely than a V60. I don't know if that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, like they'll, I know of some that will have the Kalita Wave but not the V60. And if they have the V60, they probably have both yeah. from what I've seen. So, yeah.
0: Which is interesting because you sent me that um, link about how Kalita Wave is – or Kalita USA – is is leaving, and that uh, mm-hmm. I guess they're putting more of their focus back on Kalita Japan.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I guess business still going well. I mean, it's still super popular, you know, one of the top kind of pour over devices. So, yeah, I guess that didn't hurt their business at all. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to give a quick shout-out to some of the roasters that I stopped by yeah. at the festival. Um. First off, a tinker coffee again. I stopped by their their booth, and they had um several different coffees, and one that they had was the Ethiopian uh karamo. They had both a washed and a natural processed one hmm. and um I tried the the natural and then I ended up buying a little small five ounce bag of the washed okay, yeah, very strong blueberry you know burst in the beginning. And second shout out goes to Seven Hills Coffee Roasters. I think out of um shoot. It's in Cincinnati, but I think it's in a uh, it's in um uh one of the suburbs. But um mm. another Ethiopian. This is natural process uh Sadamo. Nice. Yeah. So a couple pickups Dang. there.
1: Yeah, you loaded up on the beans. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You'll have your own tasting. Hmm. Maybe I should. That would be really sad though. Just me. <laughs> like, what do you think, Joe? <laughs> oh, Joe is great. <laughs> yeah. Any other uh, coffee shop experiences or coffee gear news for you? Um, I don't think so. I think that mostly covers it.
1: And now kinda at this point, because you know I I was gifted those two misto box uh coupons, I don't know, like two shipments I was gifted. Hmm. I'm kind of like, ah, do I continue this or not with my own money? Yeah. Kind of the question. So, I don't know, like, I, I'll probably hold off for a little bit, uh, but I think it's something I'm, I'm open to, like, come back to. And, yeah, it's, it's the only thing is, like, you're probably paying around $20 for a bag that would probably cost 15 to buy. Okay. Yeah, just because, you know, they gotta, like, ship it, and... Yeah. You know missile box is sort of like a middleman kind of thing but i mean it's allowed me to try two roasters that i've never even heard of yeah and so i think there's some value so maybe every now and then maybe just pick one up from there just to mix it up but probably not a regular thing
0: sure yeah yep well cool man uh Let's uh, hear about that uh, next time when you try the different mm-hmm. brewers with that bean. And then I'll let you know how um, these different Ethiopians work. Nice. So uh, we're jumping right into season two of Master Nun. None. Today we're talking about um, the episodes one and two. Uh, and season two takes place in Italy and in New York City. And it follows the life of Dev, who traveled to Italy, which we realized at the end of season one, um after breaking off from Rachel and so in Italy he is a pasta maker at a local shop in Modena Italy and he meets Francesca she is the um the new kind of love interest of Dev and she's also like Rachel very charming very kind of whimsical um you know stereotypical kind of pixie manic dream girl i think in a lot of these <laughs> shows that Dev's in um he's kind of into those kinds of girls uh but we'll kick it off with episode one so in episode one basically we see Dev and he is um he's making pasta in Italy and he also bumps into this girl who is from the UK on his birthday when he's eating at this uh, pasta really famous pasta restaurant and um he kind of breaks into this other part in the show where he uh, loses uh, Mario's phone, this little boy in that shop, and it's kind of, you know, just chaos ensues from that. So, and this whole episode was shot in black and white, which was mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, but yeah, Dill, what did you think about uh, the first episode of season two? Yeah, I thought
1: episode one was great, like a good reintroduction to master of none i don't remember how long of a space there was between season one and season two in terms of release dates yeah but i think they recapped and brought everyone up to speed really creatively not just kind of like uh oh, previously on master of none <laughs> but um like i, I really liked i, I saw they because dev into i think her name sarah that yeah. girl from the uk and basically he's like this stranger and like it's is framed in this kind of weird dev kind of just life experience that like, what the, that, that, that doesn't happen. But, yeah, you people know, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, but it's like framed in this kind of weird thing, like she doesn't know Italian, she made a reservation a month later, not that day, and then they eat together. Mm-hmm. ends up being a pretty good time. But then they use that to basically re-explain what dev is doing in Italy, and like just kind of sort of a recap of what's yeah. been going on. And so that, that's, that's smart. That's like creative. And in general, I think like the descriptor for this episode for me was creative. Hmm. Just even like their cinematography, the black and white, so yeah. the like wide shots hmm. where like Dev is riding his bike and he kind of rides like into frame or something. Hmm. Like it's, is it's nice. I think, yeah, creative is what I thought. So I liked it. Yeah. What would you think?
0: Yeah. I would definitely agree with you in that it's very, uh, it, it, it caught people up to Dev's life in a very seamless way. Even like incorporating some of the things that happened back in season one, like we see him scrolling through his phone, you see like Rachel's email mm-hmm. about his happy birthday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like those little kind of connections there that are like very, um, very subtle, but also like very key, I guess, to understanding where Dev is and his emotions. Mm-hmm. Cause we kind of see him, play around with it. I think there was even, like, I, I don't want to say there are draft like, you see drafts or something, and, like, he's, like, trying to, like, he wants to talk to her, but then – or maybe he, like, started to draft something, and then he, like, deleted it. Mm, um, yeah. So it was, like, kind of a peek into his kind of emotions and how he's feeling.
1: Mm.
0: But, uh, yeah, I thought this episode was definitely very creative as well.
1: Yeah. It was funny, him and his relationship – Mario, the little kid, mm-hmm. he's like hilarious. Yeah, uh, just basically just like making fun of Dev the whole time, yeah. calling him a fool. <laughs> um, and he, he just always has a line like Dev would just ask him something like, "Uh, like where's your phone?" Or I don't know, and he's like, "I'm a kid. I don't, I don't have that."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he
1: said it multiple times, but it was, it was pretty funny every time.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> he was uh, like, "You should yeah, come and visit have... me in New York." And he's like, "I'm a kid. I, I don't get to travel. <laughs> or Don't get time off or something."
1: Yeah, so I I liked how they they just, like, they actually introduced us to a lot of new characters, kind of, Mm -hmm. but it all felt natural in some way. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then, like, when he's with Francesca and, like, his new Italian crew, I kind of had this thought in the back of my mind, I was like, man... New York crew got replaced
0: (laughs) real quick. It's just
1: them sitting around like having lunch, talking just like he would with the crew back in New York. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, ah, just, uh, just same dev, different place Mm -hmm. basically.
0: Yeah. Except no one comes off as very likable there. Mm, Like Pino. True. I mean, come (laughs) on. Like his name is Pino. Everyone calls him Pino. (laughs) And he's like going off and talking about his, uh, black galaxy tile, you know? Yeah. So instantly you're like, this is not a not a good guy. We are not on the side.
1: Yep, yep. And him and Francesca have been dating for like 10 years or whatever. Oh,
0: was that uh, 10 years? Yeah,
1: I, th- I think they they dropped that in there a little bit somehow. I I, I made note of it. I was like, 10 years is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, some foreshadowing perhaps.
0: Yeah, possibly. I mean, mm. and even at the end of was it the end of this episode or the beginning of the next episode? Like you kind of get the, you kind of see the way Dev and um, Francesca look at each other. Like even when Mm. the scene is starting to end and it just pauses on their face and you see like this kind of emotion, this kind of, um, yeah, kind of this feeling of longing that they're showing Mm. with their Mm. facial expressions. So just, you know, just all that lovey dovey, that romantic stuff is very on the nose, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: classic master of none
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah what, what i want to know though is like how did dev find a pasta making apprenticeship in <laughs> italy he just kind of like shows up and he's like yo i got my apartment uh my alarm clock that doesn't work yeah uh.
0: in living and in this historic neighborhood yeah
1: yeah, it's like that. Even just when they first show his apartment in New York, you're like, "Dang, that's mm. nice." <laughs> and now it's like his life in Italy. Wow, that's also nice.
0: Yeah. He's, he's still like, on has that
1: apprenticeship. He works making pasta. And yeah. You're like, what the? What kind of life is this?
0: He's still on that go GoGurt money, man. That's what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's riding that.
1: And, yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like things come so easy for him. Like I, we don't really question it too much. Hmm. Uh, but I was gonna mention this later, but like. Man, really, when you think about it, Dev and Arnold are just living that good life. Like, yeah, dude. They just, they're super lucky. Um, and, like, their struggles are, like, so, like, minuscule. Like, I think mm. in C- in episode two, um, it, I know it's just, just kind of something they say in jest, but Dev went downstairs and it was Arnold and not, like, a hot girl. And he's, <laughs> like, and, and Bernard, or Arnold's, like... um. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take it to a dark turn. It's like, it's like, dude, come on, man. It's like just a joke. <laughs> like y'all, you think your life is that bad? Anyways. <laughs> um, and what did you think about the Facebook slash Google stalking stuff when he was trying to find, uh, Sarah after he, I mean, is that relatable what or not? Nah? Everyone does
1: dude. <laughs> yeah. That's, everyone does that. Look him up on Instagram, look him up on Facebook. He's <laughs> Like he like Google's I don't know some like actor group or like so they talk about some some actor uh-huh. and he, he looks up like groups that are like fan pages oh, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. he like gets really <laughs> deep in there and I mean we we all been there yeah you know
0: I confess that's, that's the thing you're trying before. to look
1: yeah may I confess too it's like you you feel like you might connect with someone but then you somehow aren't able to contact them anymore. Was like it's like that Craigslist section, like misconnections <laughs> or something.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Um, yeah, those those are kind of weird, but <laughs> you know maybe it works for some people, right? But yeah, it's like that. But th- this is what people do they they go look for them somehow on like social media.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did you like or not like about this episode?
1: Hmm. Overall, like I think it was a just a fun watch, and then kind of like the phone being stolen as this—I don't know if it's like a plot or B plot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just kind of framing the whole episode while reintroducing us, and like I thought that whole interaction when he actually finds the thief was kind of weird. <laughs> like <laughs> he like finds the kid in front of his mom's house or something. Yeah, and I, I guess maybe it's because uh, the the town they're in is just like a really small town. Mm-hmm. And may, may, maybe that's accurate. I don't know. So what it would have been like? I'm not sure. But mom's like, come up and look for the phone. Like, you know, you, you're not gonna find it. And then they all go up there with a the police officer and actually look through their house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not something anyone here would do, right? Um, and the police officer is like, oh, can I stay for lunch? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, of course. I was like, what? Yeah, like, this is a thing.
0: I, I think, uh, yeah, maybe Dev was taking or uh, Aziz was taking some royalties or liberties as far as uh you know riding on these stereotypes yeah i wonder what an italian would really think about you know this this show that's
1: true that's true yeah
0: but we
1: we no well, it's just like small comment but the, like i italy his time in italy ended so fast
0: mm mhm
1: like is in episode 2 then like he was back to america right and i was like oh that was so short mm mm-hmm. mhm I I feel like it's definitely just an excuse for Aziz to go to Italy (laughs) and eat good food. (laughs) His excuse more than ever,
0: right? Or go there and find a girl and bring her back. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's kind of shady. That's kind of weird. Yeah, Mm. that's kind of (laughs) weird. And then like the the Sarah girl becomes a non factor.
1: Yeah, it just kind of like disappears
0: and that's it. Mm. Misconnection for real. Uh Uh-oh, this show's becoming a little problematic. Mm. Mm. Uh, Okay, all right, anyways. So episode two, we find that Arnold is in Italy. Uh, As I kind of already mentioned, he stops by to visit Dev while he's on his way to a wedding. He brings Dev with him to the wedding, and we realize that this wedding is actually the wedding of his (laughs) <laughs> he would call it long-term exes mm-hmm. and <laughs> um they travel to another city which uh is pretty awesome cuz they go to eat um really good pasta and then they go ride these little scooters around and just like have a really good time but also you know arnold arnold is dealing with this um ex situation and then in the very end we realize like dill said um Um, devs time in italy has come to an end and he's going back to america so that's pretty much the episode in a nutshell um Mm -hmm. but yeah what did you what did you think about this one yeah
1: it's funny you you get that classic arnold and dev just dynamic Mm -hmm. like these guys basically just living their best life out here no worries at all well some worries for arnold i guess but yeah, Probably not really. They are just out here, you know, chilling. Two two bros, two buds, I guess as they would say, um, in Italy, eating really good food. Like like Chef Massimo, like that's oh, yeah. real. Like that's a real restaurant, a real dude. Yeah, he like when he showed up in the episode, I was like, what the heck? Because <laughs> um, he he's in the first episode of Chef's Table on yeah, Netflix, also. Right. Oh, maybe that's why they got the connection. I don't know, but. Um, I was like, this, this this is why when the point I was like, okay, Aziz ain't even trying to hide it no more. Like, <laughs> this show is definitely his excuse just to eat mm. pasta. Um but yeah, it's it's fun, I think, just to be able to see the characters we already know from mm-hmm. season one, like two characters, but then in a completely different context. Yeah. While I mean kind of dealing with some real stuff. Yeah. Arnold, I, I think you get you get to see this different side of Arnold. He's not just this guy sending like hey cuties. Yeah. Yeah, but you're like, "Oh, he he was in a committed relationship for like 11 years or whatever." Right. Like, oh. I don't think I would have expected that based on how Arnold is presented. Mhm. Which maybe led to like how he is now, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe shaped him a little bit. Um mm-hmm. yeah. And we also learned that his relationship with with uh, Dev isn't actually that long because I think they just met in college and or maybe after college because Dev had no idea who this girl was and Arnold yeah. dated this girl into college. Mm, um, that's right. Yeah, so that was an nice, interesting little tidbit there. But uh, I do agree on the kind of learning more about Arnold episode and, um, you know, that he's on Tall Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh and it's great how he uses a picture of him and Dev.
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like hey that's not fair Uh, there should be an app called little boys wait he's like oh wait (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: oh aziz yeah it's interesting because you know even dev has a little bit of his x dynamic kind of storyline weaved throughout this too Mm. which we kind of touched on how he's introduced in episode one like Rachel sends him a birthday email for some reason. I don't know why she did that. but Yeah, awkward. And then, like, they're kind of texting back and forth throughout this episode for a bit. And so, yeah, kind of Arnold and Ellen is the big thing, but the underlying Dev is also kind of dealing with the ex. And so it's complicated. And I think that's also just a pretty real kind of experience, especially for kind of young young adults nowadays. Mm Mm-hmm. So...
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure um would you attend a destination wedding for your ex
1: one i was like why why this woman invite arnold at all <laughs> like, <laughs> right <laughs> this make no sense <laughs> um but if i was invited like hmm, probably not mm. But if it was a convenient excuse to hang out with other friends in that country or wherever, that city, like maybe, Mm. you know, like Dev is in Italy. They can go hang out like, eh, okay, maybe I could see that. But the wedding itself, though, (laughs) I would just feel so awkward. Yeah. So like ultimately, like probably not. Yeah. I don't know. What, What about you?
0: I'm gonna say no unless it's all expenses paid. Mm. Then that's a, a it's a yes, and then I might not yeah, go to sure.
1: Yeah, we we go wherever, man. All yeah. expenses <laughs> paid, I'd be there.
0: Yeah, I'll even give you a toast, like Arnold did. Hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, when he goes in and like he tries to do the toast, mm-hmm. I thought it was actually okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, like he he ended on a positive note whereas he was, like, really not okay for a while there.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely not in the beginning, you know, where he first (laughs) meets Bernard, (laughs) (laughs) which, oh, my gosh, is, like, you know, it's, like, the craziest uh, crossover ever. Yeah, Mini Arnold up in here. (laughs) Yeah. And there are different references to Westworld, too. Like, later, I think he explains to – uh, his ex, like, yeah, you know, doppelganger. You know, German word for double. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, yeah. man.
1: Arnold Bernard, that's a deep cut. That Maybe that's why we're doing this show, you know. <laughs> it's a full circle. We started with Westworld on our podcast, and now we're over here with Master of None.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, what else about this episode? I mean... Man, it's kind of hard like, to think about yeah. this one.
1: I feel like it was just us watching them have fun in Italy. <laughs> like, mm. Straight up. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I thought that scene with them driving in the alley.
0: Oh, was yeah. was,
1: like, weird. Oh. I don't know. I was like, what the, why'd the alley get so small all of a sudden? mm mm-hmm. am Like, obviously, smaller than it really was. Right. And then it's just, like, really random. And then Dev is like, let, let me take a photo. <laughs> And Arnold's fear, I guess, that's, like, one of his greatest fears, getting stuck in the alley like that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if the first episode was for us to understand where Dev is again with his emotions, the second episode, I think, is to remind us of Dev and Arnold's, like, camaraderie and, like, their Mm -hmm. friendship. Yeah.
1: Yeah know, I think, I mean, this is a good picture of what, you know, just like a, a bro trip would be like, or just a trip with your friends. Because when they're walking through that market or whatever, Dev is just like, my only plan was just to eat all day with very little breaks in between. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, yo, that's my type of trip right there. Yes, sir. You just walk around and eat with your friends and that's it. That's all <laughs> you need. And like the sightseeing is like built in.
0: Hmm. But Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go out and eat with uh, Arnold, though. He's, like, low-key disrespectful. Ooh. Like, you see well, what he well did with the, the strawberry, man? Like, when he took a bite of the strawberry, he's like, this is delicious, Cap, and he, like, threw it back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, out of frame, but he, like, took a bite, and you see his arm, like, flip back and, oh, like, no. uh, fling into the... You don't get to see it, but you hear, like, a little... Little tap. Oh, shoot. I did not notice that.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> you don't you don't do that. Mm, no, no, no. Any other uh small bits or scenes that kind of stand out to you, or even just how you feel like this sets up the season, maybe.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, you know, like I kinda said at the first half of this discussion, you really see kind of their facial expressions between Francesca and Dev like the last maybe 10 minutes of this episode um dev is saying his goodbyes to everyone in the shop and the last goodbye he says to francesca he kind of says bye and he like leaves and the camera lingers on her and she kind of mm. does this like looking down kind of looking up thing and like she kind of like is like i don't know it's just a looking of like you know it's just like she's interested in him or something mm. so definitely getting those vibes of Vibes of, you know, they're going to turn out to be something. hmm What about yeah. you?
1: Yeah, I'm still, like, wondering if this whole Italy trip was necessary. <laughs> like, to the story. Other than, you know, introduce Francesca. Kind of be, like, this bridge-ish of what ha- is happening between season one and season two. You know, like, Dev had to go do something. Mm-hmm. I don't think he could have just stayed in New York and, like live life as it was, you know, status quo. Right. But it doesn't make sense. Um, So maybe the fact that it was only, like, two episodes in Italy kind of is like, this is not a main component of the story, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, one part. But really, Dev's life, his normal real life in New York is kind of where it's at.
0: Yeah. And it gives yeah. us a little glimpse of it when he talks to his uh, manager and she's like, yeah, <laughs> I got a new gig for you. And it's just, like... Switches just like that, and yep. you get Dev in his Clash of the Cupcakes mode. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: was like, Is he trying to say something about like celebrities hosting game <laughs> shows or something shows. here? Because it's that's totally a thing. hmm. Um, uh, just oh, yeah. celebrities, I mean, maybe because just like his manager said, it's easy
0: money, mm-hmm. and I'm
1: sure it is. And just because you... Well, he's not, like, a big celebrity in the show. Well, I
0: mean, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, it's not even, like, celebrities who host these shows. Like, it's not... Mm -hmm. You'd be watching Food Network, and there's this new, like, food battle show, and they're introducing themselves as if they're, like, this person of authority. Like, they're like, Mm. Hi, my name is uh, Jimmer Jameson, and I'm hosting this show, Clash (laughs) of the Cupcakes. And you're like, I have never heard of you. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I feel like he's trying to say something.
1: I just don't know what. Um, yeah, because, like, yeah, random people host the food shows and just whatever kind of shows. And then, um, yeah, and then celebrities you've never heard from for a long time just randomly mm-hmm, are hosting a back. show. Yeah, and you're like, what the? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know. I guess that'll they'll come into play maybe into some later episodes. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, very stark, like, Hey, I'm back. All of a sudden, cue the intro music to Clash of the Cupcakes.
0: Yeah. 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 So yeah, let's uh let's do the little um, you know, Battle of the Best episode thing again. Mm, battle of the Cupcakes. A battle yeah, Clash of the of the episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Um, which is the best one out of these two for you?
1: I think they're pretty different Mm. in what they offer, and like they're both pretty good. Like, we I think we already kind of talked about episode one, I feel like it was really creative. I I like when they implement that kind of element to it, yeah. um, Kind of like toward the end of season one, when they kind of start doing some little different things with time and you know that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I thought episode one was very creative. Um, story was kind of interesting, but. I think episode two is where I'm gonna have to go. Oh, just because you know the switch up there. Um, Yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, I just I I,
1: I like seeing Dev and Arnold like hanging out, and even though like the phone being stolen like felt pretty important, I think the whole relationship stuff with Arnold and like Dev being there for him, them being friends, I think that that hit a little more Mm -hmm. deeper for me. Hmm. Um, so just seeing that, so yeah, I'm gonna go with number two, but they're both good though. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like clearly one or the other. Yeah, mm. and I don't know how to say the episode name though. <laughs> so
0: there's that uh, number two. Yeah, we'll just go with that. L. <laughs> N. Yeah, well, uh, yep. What about you? So I don't think this episode is gonna stand the test of this yep. season. I think it's gonna be dethroned fairly quickly. But I'm gonna go with episode one. um i I, yeah i I like the i like the style like it's very niche i think the way they did this and i just respect the creativity they used for Mm -hmm. um the premiere of the season yeah i think it has some some uh some uh emotionality to it too like there was some some of it where i was like oh it's like kind of nostalgic to be watching it again and then also Mm -hmm. like just, you know, getting little bits about Rachel and Dev and then Dev and this uh, new girl and, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, a little bit getting a little bit of that romance, romance kind of romantic mm. comedy back in it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I agree. It was, it was a good episode, but I think neither of these will be standing at the end.
0: Oh, nah. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. We will pick this back up next week. And um, look forward to, uh, yeah, talking about episode three and four.
1: Definitely. Well, in the meantime, we're going to end the episode like we do every week by making or er, ooh, ooh. we're going end the episode it- like we do every week by asking each other what's making us happy. So, Joe, what's making you happy this week?
0: What's making me happy this week is um, I'm actually going back to Houston to see my family on mm. Friday. And I'll be going back for about uh, four days. Um, Yeah, it'll just be good to see my family again and take a break a little bit from from work and um, escape the the cold a little bit. It's gotten a little cold here in in Dayton. So hopefully it won't be too hot down in Houston. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just really looking forward to a little bit of vacation time. Yep.
1: Nice. Any special occasion or just like vacation just for vac- vacation's sake?
0: Uh, Number two. Yeah, I just nice. uh, this is kind of a, a point in our um, school year where it's like it wouldn't be completely out of the ordinary or it wouldn't be completely not out of the ordinary, but like it wouldn't completely disrupt the workflow to mm. leave at this time. So nice. I just kind of um, took up on the opportunity. Yeah. Very nice.
1: And any coffee shops you're planning to go to? Mm,
0: yes. So I'll definitely go back and check out um, uh, Boomtown. Um, mm, yeah. And I think I want to visit some new ones. Uh, I'm trying to actually pick up a bag for uh, Johannes. You know, Shout out to Johannes hey. here um, because uh, I think I owe him a favor. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What about you, man? What's making you happy this week?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh probably a, there are a few things I could choose from, I think. Um mm. uh, but one, so like I think a few episodes back I mentioned how I started rock climbing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot a lot of my friends are really into it. It's like this it's just got this momentum behind it right now. Yeah, oh, nice. Um yeah. Uh but <laughs> I uh this past week I decided to really commit, and I actually bought some gear. Oh, so I bought, shoot. like, shoes and, like, a harness and stuff. So I'm, like, in now. Because before that, I was just borrowing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the, like, it's, it's a good marketing plan on their part, <laughs> a good business plan. But, like, the shoes they have for borrowing are terrible. Hmm. Like, one, just in the quality, totally makes sense. But, like, every pair I got, like, had holes in them.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, and I was like, this is really bad. Um, even to the point where like I would get him, I'm like, uh, can can you give me a different pair? And oh, he was just like, man, that's really to bad. be honest, man. They all got holes in them, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then even the employee acknowledged, like, wow, if this was on purpose, that would be brilliant. <laughs> um, I was like, so you're trying to make me think it's not on purpose?
0: Oh, my uh, games playing my games with you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I committed, and then also, so uh, most of the time I do bouldering, which is kind of like no rope kind of mm-hmm. thing. And just I think yesterday I did a color of like a a difficulty of a route that I haven't done before. Oh. So you know, there's some progression nice. there. Um yeah, and I think the shoes help a lot too. But <laughs> in general, just going for like a couple months at this point and seeing some improvement.
0: That's great. Me man. Happy. Wow. Yep. Do you feel um Do you feel some type of way? Like you feel healthier? Like, um, do you feel? Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think this is sticking more than just like in the past. You know, I've I've gone to the gym to just like uh, lift weights, just kind of on and off. Mm -hmm. I would do it for a while, kind of stop for a while. But like with this one, I still go and lift weights or try to during the week. But also, I think the climbing is like fun in itself. Yeah. also like some activity you can do that's not just lifting weights yeah so I I think that helps whereas just in like you know your normal gym you just go do your exercise but this Mm -hmm. is kind of like it can be a social thing where like ah we're going to climb today or it can just be like a solo kind of exercise kind of do this thing on my own kind of experience yeah so yeah so I'm, I'm liking it and yeah I do feel a bit healthier since I'm I've been trying to stick with it
0: yeah nice so yep cool Well, man uh, i want to hear more rock climbing stories in the future
1: yeah man you can come on down we can go climbing Woo.
0: all right yeah 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 cool
1: well uh thanks thanks for talking this week i'm glad to be back on season two now of uh master of none yes sir so looking forward to next week's discussion this was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Pour Over underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over Gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on SoundCloud.com slash Kid Majestic. One word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Peace.
0: Yeah.